We suck again! What? I-I don't under-I didn't understand a one word you said. Ron, are you okay? Ron. Ron, where are you? I'm in a glass case of emotion! Well, what's up, little boomers? Welcome into the Artillery Podcast, episode 46. We got Warren in studio. I'm Jordan. And we're the only two that care care about the Blue Jackets, apparently. You know, they lose a couple of crap games over the week. And all of a sudden, everybody that's a part of the artillery jumps off the bandwagon. Don't even show up for the podcast. They know where we, we we record on Wednesdays, and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm sick. Oh, I can't do it. I can't make it." Oh, Michigan. <sighs> wow. Really? Yeah. So true fifth liners that I got here helping me out the old artillery. You're right. I'm gonna fire them all. Bye. They're all dead to me for not showing up. But you know what? You showed up, Warren. That's all that matters. So I appreciate your loyalty. Thanks, baby. No problem. Uh, hey, before we get things started, let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Seat Geek. Uh, if you have not downloaded the SeatGeek app or gone on their website, you should do that because why? Why? Because if you are a first-time user yeah, of yeah. SeatGeek yeah. and you type in our code CBJ, you get $20 off your purchase to any game, any concert, any event that SeatGeek has on their website or on their app. And Pretty good deal. Once again, monster truck. M- monster trucks, yes. Good for it. Um, underwater... Basket weaving. If there's an event for it, SeatGeek has it covered. I really want to find out now. (laughs) I don't know about that one, but I'm sure they do. Uh, But yeah, like I said, if you're a first-time user, you type in that code CBJ, you get $20 off your purchase. We already have a lot of people using that code. I can see the little graph of how many people are using it. And uh, let's just say we have a lot of extra beer money already. Hey-o! So thank Thank you. you. Thank you, little boomers, for that. That's why I spoiled Um, myself with one of our... Not sponsors, Miller Lite. Miller Lite, baby. Brad Brad Keselowski. Treated myself. NASCAR. You hate him. I do. You're right. Sorry. I like knowing that stuff, though. You do. Uh, But yeah, so SeatGeek.com or download the app. Again, one more time, use that code CBJ for $20 off your purchase. We're here to help you, but in the end, you're also helping us, and we love you. Hey, and if you already have a SeatGeek account, here's a little little thing for you. Uh, If you have more than one email... Either. And you've already used a promo code before, and you can't use our promo code. Sign up with another email. Yeah, you can use our promo code again. But if they say don't do that, just <laughs> don't say that we told you. Though we didn't say that. Yeah, we you never heard that from us. Yeah, but that was, you know whatever. That was ben, Ben again, told us he won't to say that. He's not on this, so he won't <laughs> listen to it. So just blame it on Ben. Yeah. Uh, but hey, the only uh, really good thing that happened from our last podcast to this podcast, Seth Jones, uh, back already. And that was great to see old Jonesy back in the lineup. Good boy. Good old boy. Um, I mean, didn't really make too big of an impact (laughs) in yesterday's game. Would have been nice to have him for for the uh, Chicago game. Uh, But let's go ahead and fast forward and backshaft this baby all the way back to the Philadelphia Flyers game. Um, Solid performance from the Jackets. They won 6-3. Really, uh, overall, our, our hopes were high going into the next couple games, like the Chicago game, the Coyotes game. 
Um, I was hurt, though. Why were you hurt? Can you talk into the microphone? I was hurt, though. Why? Gritty wasn't there. Gritty was not there. It was sad. I wanted to see Gritty. Gritty's my man. He's my boy. He's, uh, he's only been alive for a month, and he's just... I want to be his friend. He's got like 25 times the number of followers as me, probably. <laughs> Easily. No he's no questions asked. Literally, baby. Um, I feel like we all have a gritty friend. A friend that's like gritty. Ben would be that for us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. He's reckless. He has does no care in the world. The maturity of a month. Yeah. Old. I feel like Gritty's the the friend that says, "Hey, you want to hang out tonight?" And he shows up. And he's like, "I don't have any money though, but can you spot me?" That's Ben every <laughs> that single time. Is not ben. Every time I hang out with Ben, he's like, "Let's go, let's hang out, let's go, uh, let's go to the game." And uh, he gets in my car. Hey, I don't have any money though. God damn it, Ben! <laughs> I swear, I have a running a running uh, tab for Ben of what he owes me back. But again, he doesn't listen to the podcast. He's never on, so he won't ever hear this at all. Yeah, his big money job will get him that. Uh, yeah, that we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Gritty wasn't there. But hey, Jacket still had a pretty solid performance against the, against the Flyers. Yeah. I'll get it out. I'll get it out eventually. Whoa. I'm drinking coffee. I got. I went to Mission Coffee before. Um, this is not a sponsor, but let's see. They're pretty cool. First time I've been to Mission. Mission Coffee is downtown, and it's right a block down from our studio. Very good coffee. Cool ambiance as well in their uh, little shop. Was there nice luminescence? I don't know what that means. Lighting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Were there there, nice there were lights. lights. There were light. There were lights on in there. Yeah. Was there like wood? Wood. Basically, your stereotypical hipster coffee shop is were what there it like looked like. Plants randomly placed. Yeah. A lot of people with fake glasses. Did they have a chalkboard with like their social media? Uh huh. They had oh. chalkboard. Chalkboards were the ones that that's what had the 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 drinks the drinks on. Yeah. And then they had like so they drew out like the Facebook logo. I would. I don't remember, but I I would yeah. assume. Um, I feel like I don't know. I'm plugging them too much. I don't know why their name is Mission Coffee. If you know, um, tweet at us. <laughs> Maybe they do good things for the Lord. <laughs> it is their <laughs> they do, mission. They do mission. It's their mission to put coffee in the hands of us millennials. That's what it is. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like coffee, though. I, no, I don't. Yeah. All right, whatever. Uh, we're going completely sidetracked. What? Oh, yeah. Hi. Uh, so, Chicago game. Tortorella said that that was one of our better games, probably our best game of the season, and we lost 4-1. to one. And you know who played the best? Who? Crawford. Yeah. That was his second game back. He's on his head. Lights out. Killing it. Yeah, that usually is how things happen for the Jackets, you know? Like, I, I, you I get a rusty it. goaltender who's been out forever, comes back in and just stands on his head against the Jackets. Sucks. But um, truthfully, truth be told, Jordan had a couple too many drinks during the Chicago game. I wasn't there, but... What? I don't really know what happened, so I really can't commentate too much on it. But Tortorella said it was a good game. We lost four to one. Eh. Just blame it on Eli. <laughs> All right. Yeah. He was texting me earlier. He's mad at me, but we'll talk about that later. Yes, we should. Uh, so the game that I did really truly watch, sober, uh, was the Coyotes game. They lost four to one. Uh, so I think this is a hot take that this was the worst performance of the season so far from the Jackets. I know we lost big to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay is a really good team. Yeah. I think if you're going to lose big to somebody, it's probably going to be Tampa Bay. Yeah. Granted, still, yeah, not a good performance. 
But you lose four to one to the Coyotes. In my opinion, that's the worst performance the Jackets have had all season. Yeah, no, I just I... did we overlook the Coyotes? I mean, here's the thing: they are a young team that really just disrupted the flow of anything that the Jackets were trying to do. And I said last podcast, granted I did say the Jackets would win the game, but I said they were, they were Coyotes were going to take the Jackets to OT, and that never happened. But I said, you know, they were going to give the Jackets fits, and they did that. Do you think that we just overlooked the old uh, Coyotes and their ability? I think so. I think they just lost to the Blackhawks, and they were like, all right, and don't worry about it. We'll just regroup and play this little team. They're... Just fiddle farting around. <sighs> fiddle farting serious. around. Yeah, you know. Is that a term you use out there in Southern Ohio? Down Southern Southern Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> say that fiddle farting around. Is that how y'all talk down there? I ain't seen you since you were fiddling around like knee high to a grasshopper. Interesting. Which means like just playing as a kid. So, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I know that term. Whew. Whatever. But yeah, and then they came in and just kind of half-assed it. And it showed. It definitely showed. Um... I think we did overlook them, but at the same time, I still don't think that the Jackets are playing anywhere near they sh- near where they should be. Um, and I also think the Jackets have a history of playing to their opponent. Yep. Um, they, for whatever reason, we can play the best team in the National Hockey League on most nights and go toe to toe with them. Yeah. Besides Tampa Bay, obviously. But let's just say besides this whole season, this whole season is just off to a weird start. Yeah. Um, but there are many times where we'll play the worst team in the league and we're, you know, we're right in the middle of the playoff hunt and we just play to their level and crap out a game and lose. Yeah. So I don't know what it is this year with this team, but here's my hot take. Mm. I think it all kind of is stemming from two sources. Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to start with Bobrovsky. Bob does not look good. And I know that there's a hot mess right now playing in front of him. There's just no flow. There's no sense of urgency. There's no um, confidence that I see in these guys right now. But Bobrovsky, no question. I've been, I've been giving him the benefit of the doubt for the majority of this season so far. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it. But Bob's not good right now. He's flat out not good. It, yeah, I have to agree. After coming away with this game, it just that last three home stretch, allowing what is it, eleven goals, four, four, and three, three. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. Those stats are what you call poo poo. Bad. Can you look up Bob's goals against average for I me? I don't want to. Please do. I want to see it. Um, so, yeah, Bob, to me, not playing good. And and I want to know. I know, listen, I know Bob's your starter. You're supposed to start the majority of the games. But Corpy has played very well this season. Extremely well. Why is Corp- Why did Corpy not get at least one look during that three-game homestand we had? Yeah. doesn't make any sense. And... If I'm Coach Tortorella, so we record this podcast on a Wednesday, so if you're listening to this on your morning drive on Thursday, Coach Torts may have already said said it, but I'm starting Corpus Allo tonight. Have to. Why Why won't you, you have to start him against the Blues? Bob 
has just not been looking good. And if Corpy is the only guy that can get a win, then get him starting between the pipes. Yeah. All right. So we tweet about this saying retweet if Bob's <laughs> goals against uh-huh. the game is higher than your GPA. Yeah. Do you recall what your GPA was in college? In college? Oh, God. I went to OU. I was on academic probation, so I don't want to disclose that. I'll disclose my uh, my high school GPA. Okay. <laughs> I was like a 3.8 student in high school. 3.8? Yeah, I went to a, college, a, a preparatory school. We had to wear uniforms, so I had some type of intelligence when I was there. Yeah. But then I went to OU, and it just kind of went off the rails. Yeah. But I had some decent years at OU, but nothing that I'm going to share. <laughs> <laughs> if we're just going with best semester, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's, yeah. I think I walked out of Marshall with a 3.63. That's good. That's really good for uh, college. Over, under. Uh, th- of yours? Yeah. 3.63. Yeah, was Bob over or under? He's over. I'm going to say he's in the fours. He's 3.87. 3.87. He's almost cum laude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that is. Uh, yeah. yeah. When I first uh heard the term cum laude, like I saw it actually on paper. Mm-hmm. I had I'm like, what the hell does this mean? <laughs> Interesting. How can we say that? <laughs> How can you say this in front of thousands of people at a graduation ceremony? So yeah. Compared to his career of two point four seven. Yeah. Which is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Not uh, really. Say percentage. God bless. Can you say that one more time? Say percentage. Yeah. 0.872. That has to put him towards the back of the pack for start starting goaltenders in the league. It's got to be the lower echelon. It has to be the it? lowest. It might have, I mean, there's no way. I think of, so. of goaltenders that have started, you know, the majority of their game so far this year. Let's see. Can that is terrible. Goalies. Goals against average. He is. You gotta keep. He's, if you if I had a video, you would see Warren scrolling and scrolling all the way to the bottom of the he, page. They don't even have him listed. Oh, what's the how many is ranked? Uh, twenty four. Twenty four. He's not even listed. Oh no. Yeah. So that's how Bob's doing this year. Uh, like I said, I for many episodes, I kept saying, you know, you know, I'm rooting for Bob. He's your starting goaltender. You gotta start him. But if I'm coached towards tonight, St. Louis, I'm starting Corpusalo. There's absolutely no reason that you don't give him an opportunity. And I still think Corpusalo deserved a shot at starting maybe against the Blackhawks or somebody. Yeah. I mean, good God. But if you're Bobrovsky, man, like goalies are already crazy in head cases as as it is. So I I can't imagine if if Bob can get out of this funk. In the near future. He has to. I mean, you would he's a professional. We're paying him a lot of money. And if this is a contract year for him, you would expect him that listen, dude, you're not putting up numbers near worth what you're probably asking. So who freaking yeah. knows? If if I'm anybody, like if if he continues this, that eight seven two say percentage, and you're a GM or a coach <laughs> or anybody involved in another organization, yeah. would you push to have him? If he played this way for the rest of the season, rest of the of the season, then I mean there would definitely be some question marks. But 
it's still Sergei Bobrovsky. I don't think that he would get paid what he would be typically asking if he would put up even half of what he's doing now. No. Um, but I think you would be dumb as a general manager not to at least look at him. I mean, he's good God. He's Sergei Bobrovsky. He's two-time Vesna winning goaltender, but he does, you know, shit his pants in the playoffs every single season. But, Wouldn't yeah, you definitely have to look at him or, you know, because he could bounce out of it and then, bam, you look like a great-ass GM for getting him on board. So, Wouldn't that be interesting if CBJ does end up winning the Vesna trophy? Bobrovsky does? But it's not Bobrovsky. Oh, it's not Bobrovsky. I think it might be a little – we're already 10% in the end of the season. It might be a little too late for that. (laughs) Granted, yeah, listen, we've only played, what, eight games? Yeah. Still early, but I'm concerned. I'm not putting – I'm concerned about Bobrovsky. I'm not concerned about the Jackets. I think the Jackets will be fine. Once it gets Um, synced up, once Dubinsky comes back, get the lines together, Riley finds something. Yeah, so that's – I was going to go into my next next issue that I see with the Blue Jackets, and I think – it stems from their center depth. Um, you got to look at a guy like Pierre-Luc Dubois, who, you know, still doing pretty solid for us. Uh, he's not and he's not having a crazy start to the season like he did last year. I mean, last year he com- comes out his first year in the National Hockey League. Absolutely was an animal. Uh, this year he comes out, he's so-so, but he's still doing good enough to keep pace, you know, to be on that first line. Uh, Winberg, another center you have. I don't know what the hell Alexander Winberg does on this team. If you could tweet at me and tell me what he does, because he doesn't shoot the puck, he doesn't score. Nope. We're eight games in. He has zero goals on the season, and he's a second line center for your team. Yep. I mean, what's? Do you bump up Riley? No, you can't. I mean, you could, but I mean, Riley Nash is still not necessarily proven. A lot yet with the team. He's he's solid, but he's not anything that's crazy good making an impact on this team that I personally see so far. Yeah, but I mean, so you got a you got a a decently solid center in Dubois. In Dubois. You have a guy that never shoots the puck and scores and never does anything with anything besides he'll he'll pass it to you a couple times in Winberg. You have Riley Nash, who's still on, not that well-established with the team yet. You have Dubinsky, who's hurt. He's out for prob- probably another four weeks, uh, maybe three. Um, so, I mean, y- y- I feel like a lot of our issues could potentially stem from the center depth. I feel like a center is essentially the kind of sound like almost like the point guard in the sense that they dictate the, the play for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, that's not in all cases and scenarios, but... Um, I feel like we're out of sync with each other. If you saw yesterday's game against the uh, the Coyotes, mm-hmm. just passes weren't syncing up. Nothing was cohesive amongst anybody, offense, defense. It just was a bunch of guys skating around, to me, that looked like they had no confidence in, in their own ability to, to make plays happen. And and the biggest take, one of the biggest takeaways that I saw from the Coyotes games, granted it was just one game, but Alex or uh, Artemi Panarin didn't even look good either. No, he kind of looked all over the place. And if you have your two essentially your two superstars and Sergei Bobrovsky and Artemi Panarin, those two guys aren't lighting the world on fire like they were last year. 
and they Bob, let's just call it what it is. He sucks right now. Oh, he sucks. Absolutely sucks. No bones about it. Panarin still, I think he leads the team in points. Um, he's still, don't get me wrong, a fantastic player. I love Panarin, and he can do literally anything on the on the ice. But during the Coyotes games, he just looked out of sync with the rest of the team. Yeah. And granted, I think Panarin can snap out of that in a heartbeat. He could mm-hmm. probably come out during the St. Louis Blues game and put up a hat trick for all I know. Yeah. But it, it we're seeing moments from this team that are good, but we're seeing a lot of moments from this team that are just not. They're bad. Yeah, I agree. So, it, I think another thing that we need to improve on, which again comes from sitter, center, depth. S- sitter, sitter, S- sitter depth, sitter depth, from the center depth. <laughs> oh, you God. know the little Phil farting that, around, that little guy right there in the middle. Yeah, just Damn. Phil farting around the yeah. sitter depth. Okay. Yeah. Um, face-offs. Yeah, face-offs. Um, yeah, I mean when you have the three or four centers that we're at the bottom half, below fifty percent, below fifty percent, which is crazy yeah what is that you know what that puts us overall in the league i think it's like it's the lower half i think it was like 18th 18th so yeah so yeah we're a little below midway through uh the the league there so yeah i mean i think um i'm no professional but i think it a stems from bobrovsky so far the majority of our issues and b i think our center depth right now is really coming back to bite us in the ass and um hopefully it's fixable i don't know i tweeted last night on my personal twitter shameless plug at jordek j-o-r-d-e-c-k <laughs> uh granted i know i think winberg is on he has a one-way deal so if you know if we sent him to cleveland another team could potentially pick him up Mm-hmm. Wouldn't want to risk that, obviously. I was more so being facetious, uh, sarcastic, snarky, saying if Winberg doesn't start shooting the damn puck after the 10th game of this season, send him to Cleveland. Yeah, get him man. out. Pack your bags. Get your ass out of here. Yeah. There. I just I don't get it. I posted the gif on the artillery, and I cc Winberg. It was of office space when uh, they have that outside board come in. They're like, so what is it you exactly do here? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Uh, yeah. So that's essentially Wenberg at this particular moment. Yeah. I want him to do good. I want him to succeed. I feel like there's so much wasted potential in Alexander Wenberg. 100%. And he's just skating around like a little sissy boy out there. (laughs) (laughs) Like a botch. Like a little botch. Yep. Just, I don't know. I think this uh, St. Louis game, we're going to see better performance defensively. I think that's been kind of lacking yeah. because of it has. Seth Jones. Yeah, it has. And, and Jones came in, and he was uh, great to have him back. He a little it. a little rusty, but overall. He's still zero. Still plugged right in there. Yeah. Still, still still did better than half our team. Yeah. Um, I think so, getting him on there, getting him practice some more, I think the defense is definitely going to show up. And hopefully. Hopefully. If. For some ungodly reason, Torch starts Bob, or if he's whoever he starts, I think they're going to put up a good performance. Bob or Corp. It's got to be Corpy. You hear, all, you heard it here first on yep. the CBJ Artillery oh, yeah. podcast. If if Torch Jonas Corpusalo is starting at Saint in St. Louis. If Torch starts Bob, 
Send him to Cleveland. Send him to Cleveland. Torch, you're coaching the you're coaching the monsters, bud. Go, go pipe up. All right. Uh, so another um, issue the Jackets are having. <laughs> We're just, you know, some guy tweeted me, uh, tweeted the artillery. I hold on, I screenshotted it because I love I love this type of stuff. I th- we I, I feel like the artillery thrives on hate. Um, so this guy tweeted the artillery. Um, his handle was some Asian man. He said, "Okay, but what was it?" It was a tweet about uh, no, 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 no. What was his handle? Some Asian man. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't being culturally incorrect, Warren. Uh, he says, "I hate how fair weather fan this page is. Instead of shitting on your team, how about you talk about the positives of the night? Quit crying uh, when we don't have something go our way?" Question mark. Thanks. Fair weather. Uh, that's what I was kind of laughing about. We're fair weather. That's funny. We CC Winberg. What have you done, some Asian guy? <laughs> yeah, some Asian guy. We're not fair weather fans. That's what uh, it doesn't frustrate me as much as it used to. Like be, uh, the first year when I started the artillery and people were calling us out on that stuff, it kind of made me mad. Now I just don't care and I laugh. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But it's more so we're not fair weather. We are. We tweet the games as we see it, mm-hmm. and we tweet our feelings in the moment. Yeah. And yeah, we. You know, we don't think irrationally. We know that's only going to be exaggerated. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people misconstru- misconstrue our tweets as being serious, and nine times out of ten, they're being snarky, sarcastic, playful. And granted, there are so, there are truths rooted in those tweets, but we're here to have a good time, and people think that you know we're fair weather fans because we called out somebody on something, and it, it's a sport. We're having a good time with it. Damn think- it. I think some Asian guy needs to like understand that we have a tweet getting mad at the lights. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, I did yeah. What did I tweet that day? Oh man, I don't, I don't remember. I was mad at the lights opening night. The lights wouldn't they were malfunctioning. Opening night they had like twenty five thousand mover lights for opening night and I said because there was a delay of the game and I think I said, Good news, it's the lights. Bad news, um, I don't know. Something about fuck lights, that's what I said. I don't remember. If you find the tweet, let me know. Um, so going into the, the last big issue right now with the jackets, do you know what it is, Warren? No, I don't. Uh, we can't seem to hit the net at all. Not necessarily the back of the net, not necessarily making the, the goal, is that how they would say that? Making the goal? Making the goal. Yes. <laughs> yep. Okay. You sound like an 80 year old. I sound like I don't Gotta know what I'm talking out about. Make make, go make that goal, honey. <laughs> uh, just the overall ability for us to even come close to hitting the vicinity of the net. We have an incredibly, um, incredible amount of missed shots this year. Surely is not that bad. Oh, it's bad. Also, um, the tweet was good news, it's a lighting issue. Doesn't matter. We're already trash, so fuck light. <laughs> I'm some Asian man. Where was your tweet then? Yeah. Okay, fair weather that. Fair weather that, my Asian friend. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay, so yeah, shots. Let's uh, talk about this for a second. Yeah, it's not. It can't be. Bad. Uh, oh, it's bad. Uh, how, many, so how many shots we got? We have 272 total shots on the season. All right, eight games. Not bad. Not bad. Eight games. Could be better. Um. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure this doesn't factor in. No, it does. Okay. So 272 
uh, shots total in eight games played. Warren, can you guess how many of those shots we just completely missed the net? So this is included? I, I think. If it's included, I'm going to say you should have like like 100. 100? 100? Maybe 90. 90 to 100. No. We're going to go. I'm going to put you at 95. That's what I'm going to put your guess at. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we have 120 missed shots. That um, essentially, beyond the San Jose Sharks, which is, which is surprising because they're a good team, uh, we're pretty much we pretty much missed the net the most of any team in the National Hockey League. And I'll give I'll give the I'll, 120. Well, also the Leafs they're they're ahead of us in that they have 134 missed shots, but they don't have a defense and all they do is shoot, so that's. Yeah. That's allowed. Yeah. So yeah, 120 missed shots. So that's. It's 15 per game. It's something like that. It was in like the 30s for the Chicago Blackhawks game. Like I think we missed over 30 <sighs> shots. But you know. Didn't even hit a goalie, a net, a bar, nothing. I'll give someone hit the glass. I'll hit, give hit someone, the safety netting up above. You know who hasn't missed a shot? What? Who? Winberg. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Winberg, kudos he, to you, bud. Can we get? Can he's we make, probably missed the least amount of shots. Can we, can we make a meme of like him, like with that meme of the guy's like, you can't miss a shot if you <laughs> there don't we take go. a shot. Let's do that. Can you make that happen? Let's put that on Twitter. That'll that'll get some RTs. I'll make it. That'll 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 go hashtag viral baby. Hashtag um, viral baby. So I think uh, Tortorella should just do, he should just uh, designate a whole week to hockey one hundred and one how to hit the net. Step one, shoot. shoot. Winberg, come here. Let's show it. Let's let's show you what that is. Come here, bud. Come Panarin. on. No. Panarin. Stand up. Come Panarin. On. Come come demonstrate for Winberg how to shoot. Someone translate this. Come here. <laughs> oh man, so so bad. Um, Truly. But here's the thing. I have. I'm holding out. It's only eight games in the season. I'm not worried about it. Hopefully, I think a lot of it stems on Bob turning us turning it around, and. We've seen moments within this team that, you know, they play good hockey hmm. when they're on the same page. Mm-hmm. We've just seen them not on the same page a lot. Yeah. So I think this team has no, it will have no issues, um, you know, further down the season. But for whatever reason, just some things aren't clicking this early in the season. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. All right. Let's go into uh, Down the Shaft. Bow, bow, no, no. That was good. Really good, Warren. I love your music. Thank you. Uh, so down the shaft, if you're new to the podcast, is we're going to take a look at the next games between this podcast and next podcast, which is a week from today, which is we drop this on Wednesday. So we're going to give our predictions on the St. Louis game, the Buffalo game, and the Red Wings game. And real um, quick, if you guys recall, we had Mike Pallone on our podcast, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, dun, Mike Pallone. Dun. He is the only person who got a score right last week. It was the and he doesn't even cuts. watch hockey. Yeah, he, no, he doesn't really watch it at all. <laughs> all right, that shows you how great we are at this game. Yeah, no, um, I mean, I feel I feel like I was pretty close to the. I didn't have the score even remotely close to the Coyotes game, but I said the Coyotes were going to give us problems, so I would like yeah. some credit for that. Oh yeah. All right. Anyways. Um, so we are going to St. Louis. We are playing them Thursday, October 25th. 
um, which for the majority of you listening to this podcast, that is tonight. We are in St. Louis. Warren, we're going to start with you. St. Louis currently has a record of 2-3-3 three, and three on the season. Um, what are the Jackets going to do, bud? We are going to get our first overtime game. Okay. And we will win 3-2. Three 3-2 to two. Three to two OT? 3-2 to two OT. All right. That's solid. I like it. Um, I think the Jackets for uh, St. Louis is, I feel like, always been kind of a Jackets killer. At least, you know, in recent years. But but I'm going to say the Jackets do bounce back. I think they're going to have a game. Mm. And here's why. Corpus is going to start. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and I might sound like an idiot because he might not start. But I'm going to say Corpus starts this game. Uh, I think the... I feel like our our team plays better in front of Corpus than they do Bob. Mm-hmm. Because I think they rely on Bob bailing us out all the time. Yeah. And that's not happening this year. So I think the Jacks are going to come out. They're going to play good hockey in front of Corpy. Um, I think we're going to win. I'm going to go. It's going to be a, I'm going to go four to two, four to two jackets. I'm feeling it. I really am. I think we're going to do pretty solid. I think our second period hot take going to be our best period. Ooh, well, that's not too hard of a take recently. I know. They have been getting better with the second period. So very, very V, V proud. V proud, baby. All right. Next one is the Buffalo Sabres, which surprisingly are actually off to a decent start this year. They're currently five and four on the season at this particular time. Uh, so we're going to put in our hot predictions, Warren. Hmm. Coming back home. What day is this game? Do we know? Oh, you know, that's a Saturday. Another Saturday home game. So that'll be a hype crowd. Can't be worse than the last one. <laughs> yeah. But um, Jack Eichel in the building. Jackie Eichel against our big rival, baby. Oh, yeah. That's our uh, Wednesday night NBC hockey night rival, or however you say that. I don't know. However the hell that happened. Yeah. Um, I think we are going to... Lose. All right, we're gonna lose at home, so we're not getting too hot of a start at home. According no. to you, Warren. No. All right, what's the uh, what's the score gonna be there, bud? It's gonna be three five. It's gonna be three to four, and then empty ice. They're gonna get an empty ice goal. Empty net goal. Empty net goal. Empty yeah. ice goal. You know so did the Jackets just completely leave the ice? <laughs> yeah, they all just said, <laughs> you know what? Who cares? Screw this. We out of here, bud. Uh, all right, so you say 5-3, Buffalo. Um, I'm going to go with – Buffalo's a good team so far this year. I mean, you can't – damn it. I mean, Jack Eichel, what a what a guy. Crazy guy. Um, I'm just going to ride with the Jackets. I was wrong all last week. I was 0-3 last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to just kind of – at least I was 0-3 on the games that I thought the Jackets would, you know, potentially win. But – I'm going to go with Jackets on top. I'm going to say we're going to win it in a reg. I'm going to say 3-2. Jackets win. 3-2 BJs. 3-2 BJs. I like it. Yeah. All right, so next one is going to be the Detroit Red Wings, which are off to, I would say, probably one of their worst starts in franchise history. One of the be- worst starts, yep. Yeah, they are 1-6-2 and two currently on the season. I'll be playing them next week. Warren? 
Oh, boy. Your prediction. Back home. Again. I think Bob will start for sure. Okay. And, man, this is a tough one. Because they're bad. Yeah, and we we played them uh, played them in the season opener, and uh, we went to OT on this one. In case the Detroit Red Wing fans were not aware, no, we did we go to OT on this one? No, it was just stayed regular. We haven't played an OT. Are game. you sure? Wait, yeah, we have. Uh, I don't think it was. We definitely went to OT with this one. Google it, Warren. You right, you right. Yeah, so we have gone to OT. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So the people that were listening to your hot take earlier were probably yelling at their radios like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> True chains. But anyways, again, if the uh, Red Wings fans were not aware, there was a home game that day. <laughs> but this one is not, so uh, just continue as usual. We can also talk about, I don't think the Jackets fans knew there was a home game last night. <laughs> it was bad. That's what I heard. I mean, they should have done a Groupon deal for like buy one, <laughs> get one free. A, a BOGO. It was, I mean, I haven't looked up the attendance, but it was probably every every bit of like 9,000. Jesus. Come on. Come on, fifth line. You got Seat Geek. I know. Seat CBJ Geek. CBJ promo code. $20 code. off. First time user. And if you ain't, it's a different email. <laughs> Get that second email. That? We all know. I mean, I got three emails. Everybody Lord, I got one for the artillery, one for my personal use, one for my OU days. Exactly. Everybody has multiple emails. I have I mean. a serious email. I have just like a spam email. Yeah, so I have. I think I have, I have four total then because yeah. I have a spam one too. Yeah. Which one's yours? Is Yahoo? Yeah. Mine too. <laughs> Gmail, is yep. you serious? Yep. <laughs> I have nice. two Gmails that are serious, and I have my school one still, and then I have uh, my, Yah- my Yahoo one was the very first ever email I set up in like eighth grade. Mine too. But it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't like, you know, 69, 69, 69. It was like actually like my name. It was yeah. just Mills D. Jordan. Smart. Yeah. I was, uh, mine is Warman. Warman. That's not bad. Which is, no. That's no. solid. But that's why I make it my spam. Yeah. It's not like NSYNC Lover 9069. That's my Gmail. Oh, got it. <laughs> All um, right. Red Wing score. Go. Yeah. Anyways, um, Bob will play and we will get a win, but it will be four to three. Four to three, Jackets. Okay. Um, So for the first time since I have, since we have started this new game a couple weeks ago. Uh Uh-oh. I'm saying the Jackets, they they had a wake-up call versus the Coyotes, okay? Mm -hmm. They had a wake-up call. Yeah. Um, I don't think Bob is going to be playing lights out the next couple games. Um, Granted, I think Corpy starts against St. Louis, but I think Bob will get to start against Buffalo in the wings. Um, I still don't think it's going to be like, you know, shut out or anything. I think Bob's still going to be a little rough, but I think offensively, defensively, the Jackets, I think they they had a wake-up call. I think Torts, I know uh, practice today uh, at Nationwide Arena, they had a brief meeting on the ice for about 15, 20 minutes. The whole team, Torts was there. They were just talking. I think uh, Torts kind of, I don't necessarily think he lit into them, but I think they had a heart-to-heart like, listen, guys, like what's we got to figure this out. Yeah. We're better than this. So I think for the first time since we started this game, I'm saying the Jackets are going to win the next three games. Oh. Okay? Oh. And they're going to win convincingly against the Red Wings. I know we uh, we took them to OT originally uh, at the start of the season, but that was the first game. we got to get the first game jitters out of the way. Hmm. Jackets are going to come in. They're going to win 4-1 to one against the Red Wings. I like it. Yeah. So I think they're going to bounce back. I think, like I said, the Coyotes wake-up call and uh, – 
we're going to get all three wins um, between this podcast and our next podcast. Okay. So we got, we all got, we both got them winning every game except for me with uh, Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And I think this one is going to be a bet that we can actually enforce. Yeah. So, all right. Best of luck, bud. So, yeah, whatever. Same to you. All right, so instead of doing some questions, I keep burping because this coffee is making me burpy. That makes no sense. Yeah, I know. Uh, so instead of doing Let's Get Social, which is the this is the first ever episode. I don't think we've actually done Let's Get Social. We're going to give it a break for a couple weeks. Hmm. Um, I did post a image of Bob on our Instagram page, and I think Ekman Larson just scored on Bob, and Bob just laid on his back after the goal had went in. Um, and I just said, bad, Jackets fall 4-1 to the Yotes. Please voice your displeasure. So I, I'm i just going to go through and read a couple because they're funny. Warren, if you find someone that you uh, find something you like, shout them out. So I asked you the fifth line on our Instagram. If you do not follow our Instagram, please do it. It's at the CBJ Artillery. Uh, so voice your displeasure. What are your thoughts following that game, essentially? Um, this one from the Elliot. He says, one word of displeasure, Bob. Um, this one, another one from Kirsten W says, I think Bob in this picture is an extremely accurate representation of how we should feel. The okay. Chiller North, which is the ice rink. <laughs> Ooh. They said, when Bob still starts, that's our, that's their displeasure. That's not, that's, I mean, that's, that's a hot take right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob needs to get him, get himself together. Um, we lost to the Coyotes. We actually lost to the Coyotes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, that's from Lexi. Um, WM Subtle. Put Corpy in goal, please. Um, Slacy won. Why is Bob still in that? Corpy has won more games than Bob. Our defense sucks. It's not helping Bob out. Um, need more shots. Fucking pathetic. Uh, Warren, do you have any you want to read over there? My, oh, I have a good one right here before you go. Uh, uh-huh. Drew Miller, 1996, says, ass cheek. Oh, so quaint. Like a poet. Yeah. that's ass Honestly, cheek. I think that's the best analogy of that game, just ass cheek. Yeah, ass cheek. I'm going to start using that instead of, you know, dang it. Oh, oh shoot. Ass cheek. Oh, ass cheek. Uh, TMB7219, you know, obviously. No sense of urgency, no fight. They just seem content to get beat and go enjoy their evening. Those losses are big come March, April when they're trying to make the playoffs. You are right. Not you're not wrong there, bud. Not wrong at all. Um, there's one here from uh, in Russ Four. Mm. He says more like blow Brofsky. Oh, <laughs> oh, I like that. That was, that was a good who, one. Who who is that? Uh, in Russ Four. Okay. Uh, J-R underscore craw 4D um, comes at it just swinging mitts. Maybe we should start playing more and thinking about contracts less. Bob wants to be the highest paid goalie in the league. No negotiating. Time to start playing like the highest paid. Not all his fault, but he has had far too many soft goals this year. The fact is, he's not playing well. Yeah. There's some facts. You speak words that are true. You speak some honest. You do. Uh, this one from Joe. He says, Bob for the price trade sounds pretty good right about now. Bob, Oh, Bob for price. So he wants price from the Canadians. Uh, 
I mean, if Bob doesn't want to be here, which that seems to, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. We seem a lot of see a lot of rumors about it, which I don't know. Nobody knows besides maybe the management. Um, I would take Price in a heartbeat to get his ass here. Damn, Price is uh straight up. That's so. That's a straight up trade. I mean, there's I don't think there's any ifs, ands, or buts about that. I don't think you'd add any pieces. Yeah. Bob for Price. I like it. I got a couple uh, in-depth ones. Uh, Chandler not Bing. <laughs> Is that really his handle? Yep. Oh, Chandler I, not I Bing. like that. Yeah. I can Good respect job. that. Good job, man. Uh, Yotes have rebuilt, and everyone has an off night. Guys probably need some rest, and remember, this isn't our playoff team. This is the foundation. Torts always has an ace up his sleeve. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, that. his thoughts about the Yotes were my thoughts about the Yotes. I mean, yeah. they're a young team. They're, they're I think they're a solid team. I even predicted in the, a couple podcasts ago that the Yotes would uh, potentially maybe be a, a flirting with a wildcard spot. I mean, it's not going to be – you're not going to be at the top of the Western Conference, but I, mean, I can see you battling potentially, you know, 8th, ninth, 10th, somewhere around there, maybe be in the hunt at least. Yeah, and then uh, um, Teddy underscore Sumnar, another in-depth one. Uh, he said, two angry face emojis. Two fire emojis, one angry face emoji, three cussing emojis, and two angry face emojis. <laughs> Beautiful. You, retweet, man. <laughs> you can't do that on Instagram. Uh, this one's from Chode, Chody Kirk. Perfect. I would love to see why you're named Chody Kirk. Just kidding. Uh, he says, heck them all to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a heck. Oh, heck them. Oh, heck those guys. Um, this one's from Ash Renee. She says, one word solution, Corpy. Um, Jay Burnett, 4535. Do we talk about hitting the net? We did. We did. <laughs> good Good point. We got it. Uh, we're leading the league in missed shots around here. We finally start shooting. Hell, Winberg shot the puck. <laughs> <laughs> but at least the first oh, half of last night's game was ridiculous on my shot. Hell, Winberg shot the puck. <laughs> I love that. Oh man. Uh let's see this one's from Andre Medosa six one four. He says Bob is cheeks. What does that mean? Is that like some I think it's ass cheeks. Ass cheeks. Ass cheeks is yeah. that like a new thing? It might be. It might am I not hip with the millennial talk anymore? Kids, tweet at us. Let well, us know is, if is, cheeks is Yeah, what where A is cheeks a thing and mm. B where did it come from? Oh, I need I need to know the, the origin. Yes. Like is. I'm on script spelling B. All right. I think we're done here. We made it. We done did good. Um, SeatGeek.com, help us out. Download the app as well. Use that promo code, our promo code, CBJ. You get $20 off your first time purchase with SeatGeek. Again, we're not recommending that you use multiple emails, but we are suggesting that it could help you and benefit you in the long run. Don't do it. Don't do it, though. Don't do it. But maybe do it. I don't know. Um, Hey, like, subscribe us on uh, everything. That made sense, right? Like, subscribe, yeah. <laughs> do it all. Us. Uh, we're over a hundred comments now on um, finally hundred reviews on iTunes. We're at hundred and one, baby. Let's go. Let's get it. We're gonna go uh, through and find out our favorites. We are. We're, we're gonna, gonna uh, next week. Yeah, we'll yeah. go through and find out our our favorite comments, and then whoever we like the most, we're gonna send you some free merch. So thanks for uh, being a loyal little boomer. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that are infiltrating the market, and uh, you choose to still listen to us. So we thank you for being loyal it means a lot it really does because each week we keep getting more and more listens so it's pretty sweet don't know how don't know how <laughs> but it happens i just want just just if you listen to this one just have your friends listen to this one because at the end of the day 
our worst podcast is our best. <laughs> and I don't want that to be the case. Uh, yeah, yeah. Our yeah. Our most downloaded podcast ever. We had five people on and it was just an utter shit show. Truly. But still our most downloaded. Don't know how. Yeah. Um all right. We're out of here. Until next time. We love you little boomers. Peace. Keep it nasty. Is that what he says? What's, I don't know. What's he say, David? Who? David. David, he says uh something about keep it sleazy. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye.